Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello and welcome to the Barnet League portion of the CELT podcast in our Premier Division in the doubleheader between Gow All-Stars and Continental. Gow All-Stars 2, Continental 2 in Game 1 and Gow All-Stars 3, Continental 2 in Game 2. First points of the season, first win of the season for Gow All-Stars and that moves them off the bottom of the table. In the doubleheader between AC Finchley and Hornsey and Highgate, AC Finchley nil, Hornsey and Highgate 2 in Game 1 and AC Finchley nil, Hornsey and Highgate 3 in Game 2. Uh, this game was overshadowed by a bad injury to a Hornsey and Highgate player. And we wish him the very best in his recovery and great sportsmanship for AC Finchley. Actually awarding the win to Hornsey and Highgate as the game was cut short in game two. In a doubleheader between Highgate Albion and Trabzon Sport UK. Highgate Albion 1, Trabzon Sport UK 1 in game one. And Highgate Albion 4, Trabzon Sport UK 0 in game two. And the big game of the week, doubleheader. Rising Ballers nil, Takers 1 in Game 1. And Rising Ballers nil, Takers 1 in Game 2. Very impressive results for Takers. Um, I actually had the one-all draw in Game 1 and I thought Rising Ballers would have too much for them in Game 2. But very impressive win for Takers. They've looked very good under their coach, Apple Westcott. Got a lot of time for the guy, a lot of respect for him. And Takers move on. They've won six in a row now in the league and they're looking very strong. Into Division 1, Locomotive Thunder 2, Enfield United 4. In the doubleheader between the Wrongans and Peckinspoor Peckham, the Wrongans 6, Peckinspoor Peckham 1 in Game 1. And the Wrongans 3, Peckinspoor Peckham 1 in Game 2. Kadaris Town 1, Northumberland Park Rangers 1. In my game of the week, AFC Oakwood 4, Highgate Albion Reserves 1. I actually went for a 2 all draw there, as both of their previous meetings had been draws. But a very impressive result for AFC Oakwood and they keep up their charge towards the title. Into Division 2, GTFA 3, Mill Hill Club to Football 9. In the doubleheader between AFC Rose and Edmonton Lions ended in a pair of one-all draws. Very disappointing result for the guys. Uh, I thought we deserved the six points but we didn't take our chances and uh, our opposition kept going for the 120 minutes and earned two points. In the doubleheader between North London Athletic and Grange Park, North London Athletic 1, Grange Park 1 in Game 1, and North London Athletic 2, Grange Park 2 in Game 2. In the doubleheader between Shentry Athletic and United House, Shentry Athletic 1, United House 1 in Game 1, and Shentry Athletic 3, United House 0 in Game 2. And in our game of the week, the bottom of the table clash, Inter Mill Hill 1, Anatolians 2 in game 1 and Inter Mill Hill 1, Anatolians 2 in game 2. I actually thought it would be a draw in the first game, a one-all draw in the first game and I thought Inter Mill Hill's younger legs would have prevailed in the second game 2-1. But it turns out that Anatolians' experience paid off as they 
picked up a big six points at the bottom of the table. Into Division 3, our game of the week was the only game. AFC Muswell Hill 1, Honest Rangers 2 in Game 1. And AFC Muswell Hill 5, Honest Rangers 1 in Game 2. I actually went for a pair of wins for AFC Muswell Hill. They've been playing really well recently. They've got Ardick Corby back. And um, yeah, I thought they'd win both games. But Honest Rangers picking up the win in Game 1. And that clearly woke up AFC Muswell Hill because they scored five in the second game. Into Division 4, Gower Phoenix 4, Joga Benito 2 in game uh, in their game. Brotherhood Cosy 1, New Barnet 1, NLR 2, Sopranos FC together 1, Coney Hatch Athletic 2, FC Cricklewood 4. And in my game of the week, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 2, Barnet Salsa 2. I actually went for a 2-1 win for... Whetstone Wanderers old boys there. I thought it'd be a very competitive game. I've seen Barnett Salsa. They play very good football. And uh, Whetstone Wanderers old boys have been very impressive this season in Division 4. And it looks like it was a very good game, a two-all draw there. Moving on to Division 5, the doubleheader between Armenian Youth Association and North London Panthers. Armenian Youth Association 4, North London Panthers 8 in Game 1. And Armenian Youth Association 1, North London Panthers 5 in game two, in a doubleheader between Clerkenwell and North Atletico Seniors. In game one, Clerkenwell 13, North Atletico Seniors nil. And in game two, Clerkenwell 5, North Atletico Seniors 1. In a doubleheader between Real Menza and Gospel Oak Football Club, Real Menza 2, Gospel Oak Football Club 1. And in game two, Real Menza 2, Gospel Oak Football Club 3. And our game of the week... Doubleheader, the Bandits 5, Borelli 1 in Game 1. And the Bandits 6, Borelli 1 in Game 2. I actually thought Game 1 would be a draw and I thought the Bandits would shade it in Game 2 as Borelli have been very good recently. But the Bandits show how strong they've been and they continue to be top of Division 5. Moving on to Division 6, doubleheader, AFC Oakwood reserves 7, Grange Park reserves 0 in Game 1. And AFC Oakwood reserves 5, Grange Park reserves nil in game two. In a double header, Uzlot six, GTFA seconds zero in game one. And Uzlot three, GTFA seconds zero in game two. In a double header between Alexandra Knights and Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. Alexandra Knights two, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s one in game one. And Alexandra Knights four, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s nil in game two. And in our double header, uh, game of the week, London Wednesday 4, AFC Edmonton nil in Game 1. And London Wednesday 2, AFC Edmonton nil in Game 2. I actually did go for a pair of wins for London Wednesday, but I thought AFC Edmonton would create chances and score goals in the game. But it looked like two very impressive results for London Wednesday there. Into our cup results in the supplementary Senior Challenge Cup. AFC Oakwood 3, Underdogs 2. In the supplementary junior trophy, Camden FC 2, made a V and nil. In the supplementary intermediate cup, NLR 6, Enfield Athletic 1. And in the supplementary premier cup, Trent Park 0, Highgate Album Reserves 1. Moving on into the fixtures in our premier division, Highgate Albion versus Continental. Hornsey and Highgate face Rising Ballers. Trabzon Sport UK face Park Royals. In our game of the week, the only doubleheader in the Premier Division this week, Takers look to continue their great form in the league. They face AC Finchley. 
I've actually gone for a 2-1 win for takers in game one, and I've gone for a 3-0 win for takers in game two. Moving on to Division 1 fixtures, Peckham Sport, Peckham face Northumberland Park Rangers, Chef Chow and Berbers face Locomotive Thunder, and I've gone for a joint game of the week here, double headers between the top teams in the league. We've got first versus second is Kadaris Town face AFC Oakwood. I've gone for a one-all draw in game one and a 2-1 win for AFC Oakwood in game two. And between the Wrongans and Enfield United, they met in pre-season. I've gone for the Wrongans 2, Enfield United 2 in game one. And I've gone for a 2-1 win for Enfield United in game two. Moving on to Division 2 fixtures, Anatolians face Grange Park, North London Athletic face Edmonton Lions and Shentry Athletic face Inter Mill Hill. They are all double headers. And into Division 3 now, we've got a double header between Trent Park and London Orient. We've got Enfield Athletic facing North London Colts. And in my game of the week, double header Stratford Arms facing Hendonians have gone for a 2-1 win for Stratford Arms in Game 1 and a 3-1 win for Stratford Arms in Game 2. Moving on to Division 4. Double header between Barnet South and Brotherhood Cozzy. We've got Gower Phoenix facing New Barnet. Sopranos FC together versus Roving Reporters is my game of the week. And we've gone for a two-all draw there. Moving on into Division 5. Maida Villa facing North Atletico Seniors. Gospel Oak Football Club facing Borelli. A double header between the Bandits and Camden FC. My game of the week. Another top of the table clash here. Clerkenwell facing Pro Panthers. I've gone for a tight 2-1 win for Pro Panthers there. And finally, the Division 6 fixtures. Double header between North London Wanderers and Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. Alexandra Knights facing Grange Park Reserves. AFC Edmonton facing Oak Hill. And in my game of the week, massive double header towards the top of Division 6. AFC Oakwood Reserves facing Uslot. I've actually gone for Uslot causing an upset in game one. I've gone for a 2-1 win and I've gone for a 2-all draw in game two. I think AFC Oakwood's um, Division 1 fixture at the top of their thing may take some players away from the reserves. And I think Uslot may capitalise in game one there. In the Supplementary Senior Challenge Cup, Uslot are in action again in midweek. They face Takers. London Wednesday face Highgate Albion in the same competition. In the Supplementary Premier Cup, North London Athletic face Mill Hill Club de Football. AFC Rose face Enfield United. And the big game this weekend in the London Junior Cup, AFC Rose take on Italia West Um Very big game, personally. And for the club, um, hopefully we can get the win and uh, you'll hear about it next week on the CELT podcast. We'll see you next week to round up the recent results in the Barnet League to look at the uh, cup action from the Barnet Cups as well as the London Cups. Hello and welcome to the Essex Sunday Football Combination. These are the results for the 25th of April. Well, what a Sunday it was for JK Silvertown, rising to take top spot in the senior division for the first time in their history, and this was courtesy of a 5-2 win over Newbury Forest. But it wasn't all one-way traffic, though, as expensive mistakes by the visitors were punished by a Chris Wright hat-trick, plus goals by Bradley Drisdale and a Reese Morgan penalty. An absolute weldy by Sean Downey gave Forrest early hope. 
while Lloyd Ross grabbed a late consolation. Over at Weir United, the resurgent home team were thwarted by a much-improved Barkingside outfit who edged a five-goal thriller. Despite strikes by Jordan Johnson and James Walkinshaw, it's the visitors who keep their faint title hopes alive. In Division 1, Hilford struck six on the road, courtesy of goals by Rob Sheehan, who got two, Thomas Allen, Sean Greaves and Troy Norbert. But the one stat from this game is that they conceded for the first time in eight or nine games. Now that is some kind of record. Jack Bell of Debden Sports scored in game one of a double header against Loxford but could not prevent defeat. But in the reverse game, Trey, McDonnell, Ellie and Harry Parsons ensured honours were even on the day, three points apiece. Newbury Forest Reserves took both games in a double header against Flamenco and now find themselves hooked up into the top two, having a splendid season. In Division 2 action, Something from Nothing have now moved into pole position for promotion as they saw off an unlucky Hainault side who will be very pleased to have taken them all the way today. Luke Barrow scored for Hainault. Staying in the top two is Essex Miners, who battled to an impressive 3-3 draw at third place Horsham Well. Kane Dash scored with 11 minutes to go, but earlier strikes from Isaac G and leading scorer Alex Bailey ensured honours were reshared. Goals from Dean Hirsch and a Liam Walker penalty were enough for Cardinals Athletic to see off the challenge of Barking Colts in a good game at the Joe Richardson Centre. The result means that Colts are unlikely to catch their conquerors in the table, but there is still a fair way to go. This coming weekend sees the following fixtures. In the senior division, JK Silvertown, the leaders, take on ever-improving Barkingside. Global play Walthamstow Red Star, and that's fifth versus third. Whilst we're united, face off against Newbury Forest, both of these are two developing teams in the division. In Division 1, Debden Sports will play Newbury Forest Reserves and it's only four points between them. Flamenco play BSL, the bottom two teams who are both looking for inspiration. Southfield for Catholics are playing Loxford. Two form teams and this will be a massive clash. In Division 2, Belfry Reserves will face Essex Miners. That's fourth versus second, and it's not going to be an easy game for either team. Cardinals Athletic will play Horsham Well, and that's fifth versus third. Tough game for the Cardinals, as the Horsham Well team are bang in form. Hainault Athletic will be playing Share Force. Both teams will be looking for a rebound win. And finally, SFN will be playing Barking Colts. A home banker on paper, but this one's being played on grass. This will be the shock of the season if the visitors pull off a win against the runaway leaders. Thank you to everyone who's listening and wish everybody involved in grassroots football a successful season and good luck this coming weekend.
Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League Roundup for Sunday the 25th of April as we carried on with our League Cup competition, the third round of fixtures. In Group A, El Valiente are leading away at the top of the table with three wins from three now and they made it uh, nine points from those three games with a, a huge 5-1 victory against Secret FC. That gives them a three-point gap at the top with a big game still to come against Bay T squad, the other unbeaten side in the group. In Group B, there were two games completed where Culture Club uh, moved into second in the group with a 5-2 victory against East Stars. Liam Adams scored twice with Marley Sylvester, Mohamed Abubakar and Andrew Stedman scoring the goals to give them the victory. And Brook Athletic are still well in contention for progression in the group as they moved into third place on the back of a victory, a 2-0 win against FC Baller. Mitchell Collymore and Tom Cannum scored the goals to give them the win. In Group C, the leaders are Gantz Hill FC, and they made it uh, two wins and a draw from their opening three games at the weekend, as they uh, were 3-2 winners at home against Panda. Zane Khan and Hamzi Sawaden had scored for Panda, but their efforts weren't quite enough in the end, as Gantz Hill won 3-2. In second place in the group, uh, Ultimate Vision, uh, they were 6-4 winners in a 10-goal thriller on Sunday down at Averley, where they beat Barkin. Uh, the Barkin scorers, two goals for Aaron King and one each for Justin Lopez and one for James Hobday. They remain winless, unfortunately. In third place in the group, Barkin Riverside, two wins and a defeat so far from their three games. They were 5-3 winners on Sunday against Barkin and Dagenham Wanderers, who haven't yet won a game in the group. Wanderers scored three though, Ricky Brown, Matt Mackey and Godfrey Cambassa both all scored for Wanderers, but River, Riverside goals from Dami Eden, Nana Okoli, Leifan Bremer, Joe Meader and Stephen Osho were the difference in the end between the sides. Moving down into Group D, the leaders are Roos in that group and Roos were big 5-0 winners on Sunday as they returned home from Dagenham with a big victory against FC Galaxy. Shyat Mackenzie LaRoe scored twice with Callie Barnard, Joseph Kelly and Benny Mesfanvi all scoring for Roos to keep them top of the table, just on goal difference however. In second place are Abridge Village who from their two games have recorded two victories so far but that came on the back of a hard fought victory on Sunday as they beat Hornchurch Oakmont 3-2. Tom Gibson scored twice for, for Oak but his effort not quite enough as Kurt Freeney, Jake Clark and Leon Adeyemi Scored the goals to give the Villagers the victory. And in, also in this group, a very interesting game over in Barkingside. Uh, a 5-5 draw between Valentine United and AFC Fadham. Jordan Mullins scored a hat-trick for Valentine and Tyron Scarlett scored twice. But Faden goals, two from Chris Wallin, one from Dion Bishop, Albert Helen and Robbie Carter rounded off a 10-goal thriller. On to Group E now, where Chingford Athletic A lead the way with three wins from three so far in the group. They were big 5-2 winners on Sunday against Corona Redbridge, who remain winless so far. David Petras scored twice for Corona, but Chingford goals from Ronan McGoldrick, Jack Newbury-Neal, Reese Tokley, Sam Smith and Charlie Thompson were the difference in the end for the leaders. And just, be, just behind them are Emerson Park. Two wins from two. An, an excellent return to football in April for them. They came away 3-2 winners against Thames Ironworks Community from their clash in Worley. Uh, that leaves them three points behind the leaders, but obviously with that game in hand. 
And the final game was a victory for FC Mexico, who hosted St. Augustine's down in Emerson Park School and came away narrow 2-1 winners in a close game. And that result gives them six points from their first three games and keeps them well in the hunt also. Now down into Group F, where the, the leaders remain as Eastbrook United, carrying on their league form with three wins from three in the group. They made that on the back of a 2-1 victory on Sunday as they beat Frenford 2-1. Joel Apara scored for the Frenford side, but goals from Heavenly Bend and Junior Charlton were the difference for Eastbrook to give them a 2-1 victory. And just behind them, merely on goal difference, are Ronio Colts, who made it a three, um, three wins from three with a 1-0 victory against Alpha. And that, that was on the back of a single goal from James Smith, which gave their side the victory. And they will look, look forward to a clash against the, the group leaders very, very soon. In Group G, our leaders are Faden Green. And what a game they had at the weekend. They were up against the other side who had won every game so far this season, Total Football. And a seven-goal thriller ensued, as you might have guessed. Three goals for Total were scored by Jonathan Bluff, Niall Painter and Chris Atkinson. But green goals from Josh Steele, Max Jessup, Noah Friend and Ben Harris. They edged that victory 4-3 to give them the real impetus in the group. Also in the group, Cobra moved up to third in the standings. Remaining unbeaten with a win and a draw from their first two games in the group. They were 2-0 winners on Sunday against Ainsley. And both those goals were from Ryan O'Connell to give their side a sniff of a chance in the group. And the remaining game at this level came from Loughton, where Jaffna were the visitors to take on Munkham's. Jaffna without a point so far in the group. Munkham's were looking to get their points account underway. And it was Munkham's who did so. They were 3-0 winners on the day to ensure that they get their points account open and start moving up the table to fourth in this case. In Group H, another side with a perfect record so far is Leytonstone Athletic. And they were 3-0 winners on Sunday as they travelled to Dagenham to take on Titans United and came away with all three points, giving them a three-point gap at the top. Harry Burton, Dominic Critchlow and Joel Momba were the scorers to give Leytonstone the win that gives them... Uh, a, a real good chance of taking the silverware. In second place in the group, however, Romford Athletic Dons are not far behind um, and do still have to play Leytonstone, I believe. They were 5-2 winners on Sunday as they came away winners against Chingford Athletic Reserves. Chris Ratty was on fire with a four-goal haul to give Dons the victory, with Terry Burge scoring the other. And what a couple of weeks it's been for young Royals after so many struggles in the league this season. Two wins on the bounce leaves them in third place in the group as they beat United Amateurs. Jake Griffin had scored for, for United, but Jinajan Yeshajraja and Avishnash Vian Nathan scored the goals for young Royals to make sure that they give themselves a fighting chance in the weeks to come. And moving down into Group I now, uh, a group which is led by Royal Lions, who you might say have one hand on the trophy, three big wins so far, and that and this latest one came on the back of a 6-2 uh, victory against Custom House United uh, down in Beckton, local derby game there. Randy Adele scored a hat-trick for his side. Charlie Burns, Olatunja Oshodi Glover, and David Oladudi scored the goals to ensure that Royal Lions are looking like the side to be beaten here. Singh Sabah moved up to second in the group, two wins and a defeat from their games so far. Uh, and it was a narrow win as well. They beat Stowe Rovers 1-0 with 
with Karam Lali scoring the goal in Newbury Park to keep their side in the hunt, and they still need to play the leaders. And in the remaining game, eight-goal thriller, another eight-goal thriller in this group, as Dagenham Rangers took on local rivals Valence United over at Barking Park. Now, James Field, Jordan Cook and Rowan Newland on the score sheet again for Valence, but Dagenham Rangers goals from Stephen Brown, Aldair Dochi, James Scotcher, Claudian Meta and Loli Vesta gave, gave Rangers a 5-3 victory, which is their first in the group. Moving down into Group J, and Colbert Royals Reserves, another side who have really turned their league form on its head in this competition. They topped the group now by two points, and three wins from three, as they turned uh, turned into turned in a 3-1 win against Barking Reserves, a side who, again, had had an excellent start to the league campaign. Samuel Oromadiki scored for Barking Reserves, but his effort's not enough, as Joe Cole's Colebrook side were 3-1 winners to keep their hunt for the trophy very much in, in check. And the second place team in the group are East Hillbury Town, who are two points behind the leaders, but really do have a chance here with they, as they still need to play Colebrook in one of the remaining games. And they were 5-1 winners on Sunday against Ping City Phoenixes, who themselves have yet to pick up a point in the group. And another draw, Byron Redstar, three draws from three games in the group. What, what an astonishing record. Um, as they drew 2-2 against Epping Royals down at Highlands Park in Hornchurch. Michael Dexon and Bradwell John were the scorers for Byron. Uh, Liam Draycott also on target for Epping Royals to ensure they take a share of the spoils. That was Epping's first point of the group. Into the final group, Group K. Another side who really have turned league form on its head. Atletico City, top of the group in Group K uh, with three wins from three and scoring goals for fun too. They were 3-1 winners on Sunday with a victory against Mansfield Rangers. Ben Stiles scored for Rangers, but Sonny Cambo, Ryan Khan and He-Man Gopinov scored for Atletico to leave them top of the standings on goal difference only with a big game to come against the other leaders. And also in the group, Woodford Green have had an excellent competition so far with two wins and a defeat from their three games who were having real struggles in the league. But they've found cup wins easy to come by. And Bo Strybig, Aidan Butler, Frank Witcher again from centre-back scoring another goal. And Zach Overton, meaning that Woodford Green are 4-2 winners against Epping Forest Falcons on Sunday. And completing the action was a London Sunday Challenge Cup third round tie between Bay T squad and Kenningwell from Oakside in Barkingside. And what a great game this was, very high quality. Uh, with Bay T's missing a penalty early in the second half, which would have given them the lead. Kenningwell scoring their goal almost straight after. But Beatty's equalised late on, uh, with Alex Taniola getting the equaliser, which sent the game into a shootout. Again, in the shootout, it didn't look like anybody was going to miss until the very last penalty, giving, uh, saved by the Kenningwell keeper to give their side victory and a place in the next round of the competition. And that brings to a close the Essex Sunday Crimpton Football League report for Sunday the 25th of April. We look forward to bringing you more of the action next week. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Um, same as normal, just going to run through the results from this past Sunday, the fixtures for this coming Sunday and then the Super 6 uh, from last week and from this week. So starting off with the results uh, with the Premier Division, Britman's Park nil, 
AFC London Road nil, Hilltop nil, Six Bells one, Phoenix nil, AFC Rangers one, Beehive four, Plough and Harrow nil, and Skewbridge against Blackbury Jacks. A home win was awarded with the away side unable to fear the team. Division one, BWSC five, Harpen and Colt Old Boys four, FC Welling three, AFC London Road Reserves two, Hearts Lions six, Snug Bar one, and Feverlum Old Boys one. Hilltop Reserves, 4. Division 2, AFC Mims, nil, Oaks, 5. Harpen & Co. Old Boy Reserves, 3. Wheat Amsterdam, 89, 1. New Greens, nil, Pinewood, 4. St. George's, nil, Player Pack, 7. And Little Heath, 4. Welling Warriors, nil. Division 3, Forza Watford, 3. Phoenix Reserves, 2. Mermaid against TNF as a home win awarded after TNF were unable to field a side. Beehive Reserves 2, Hansbury's 4, Wishingwell 1, Royston Rangers 1, Wheat Amstead Wanderers 0, Bournemouth Raiders 1, and in Division 4, Brookman's Park Reserves 0, Royston Rangers Reserves 2, Hatfield Mosquito 1, Marshalls Whit Rovers 1, Welling Pegasus 2, Phoenix A 2, and Welling Warriors against St Albans Warriors was a double header. First game ending 2-1 to Welling Warriors reserves and the second game ending one apiece. Fixtures for this coming Sunday. Um, then starting with the Premier Division, we've got AFC London Road against Skewbridge, Brookmans Park against Phoenix, Plough and Harrow against Six Bells and the Beehive against AFC Rangers. In Division 1, we've got Blacksmiths against Snug Bar. This is a double header. Bournemouth Rovers against Verulam Old Boys, Harpen & Cole Old Boys against FC Welling, Hilltop Reserves against Hearts Lions, and AFC London Road Reserves against BWSC. In Division 2, AFC Mims against Harpen & Cole Old Boy Reserves, Player Packs against Oaks, St George's against Little Heath, Wheathampstead 89 against Pinewood. In Division 3, we've got Forza Watford against the Beehive Reserves, Hansbury's against Phoenix Reserves, the Mermaid against Wheathampstead Wanderers, Royston Rangers against Bournemouth Raiders, TNF against the Wishing Well. And lastly, Division 4, Hatfield Mosquitoes against Welling Warriors Reserves, Phoenix A against Hatfield Seniors, St Albans Warriors against Royston Rangers Reserves, and the Wrestlers against Brookman's Park Reserves. Now on to the Hearts Advertiser Super 6 and just touching on last week um, after the week before picking up my first point of the season uh, not losing to Swanee from the Mermaid I failed miserably at my third attempt of beating FC Well in this season and again lost 3-2 uh, to Jordan and um, Lucas so well done to them. Uh, this week I'm taking on Andy Cullen uh, who is the former now former BWSC manager and previously of Blacksmith Reserves and Cannon Reserves. I know Andy really well. We've known each other for a long time, um, been involved in football for a while. So he's a top, top bloke. And uh, yeah, we'll be going head to head in the Super 6. And uh, here's Andy's predictions. Cheers, Sharpie. Uh, my name's Andy Cullen, formerly of BWSC, the Cannon Reserves and the old Blacksmiths teams. Uh, my score predictions for this weekend coming are Scoobridge continue their fine form 10 out of 10 they won I can't see that changing anytime soon um, London Road obviously a good side uh, but I think Scoobridge would be a little bit too strong with a 2-0 win uh, Hearts Lions superb after the, the lockdown got a good young side out 
Um, I think they'll continue their good form uh, with Hilltop struggling a little bit. So I'll go for 3-1 to Hearts Lions. Um, in Division 2, Harperton Colts Old Boys against AFC Mims, both mid-table. So I'll go for a 2-all draw. And then Forza against Beehive Reserves. Um, Forza, good young side uh, in that league and doing really well. Um, but I'll always back my old pal Jim Newts and uh, a lot of my old boys at the Beehive Reserves who could start putting together a bit of a title challenge if they can get a bit of consistency going. So I'll go 4-3 to the Beehive Reserves. Uh, and then obviously we've got Mosquitoes against Warrior Reserves. Um, a bit of a tough one, to be honest with you. Um, I'll go for a three-all draw. Be a good end-to-end game, that one. And then last but not least... Uh, St Albans Warriors against Royston Reserves. Royston again looks like they've starting to get a team together that doing okay down there. Um, had a good result at the weekend, and St Albans Warriors struggling at the foot of the table, unfortunately. Um, so I'll n- go for Royston Reserves to nick another result and go two-one. Top man, thank you very much for that, Andy. Uh, and yeah, here's my predictions for the Super Six on cracking games. Uh, starting off in the Prem. AFC London Road against Skewbridge. Um, at the start of the season, these were two of my top three picks in the Premier Division. Um, Skewbridge have been unbelievable. Fair play to them. I think they're 10 from 10 at the moment. Absolutely flying. Um, and this is also a, a rerun of the, the cup final, which is hopefully going to be taking place towards the back end of this season. Um, London Road, fantastic side. Got a big squad of players. However, there's a lot of... Uh, it, commitment problems at the moment from my understanding i'm working closely with the boys there because obviously we're merging with them next season and yeah a bit like us actually we've got we've got nearly 30 players signed on but a lot of these players that are signed on are we're short one week you sign someone on let's help them out and and then they don't play again and and, and i don't think uh i don't think that really gives justice to the teams who are trying to get a side out every week so um this one i, I you I, I obviously want London Road to win, um, but I can't see past Skew Bridge. I'm going to go for 2-1. I think it'll be close. Um, the London Road boys are running for, run, run close, I think. But yeah, it's uh, it, I, I can't see Skew Bridge losing a game this season the way they're going. They're getting every, all their big guns turning up and uh, they're assuring for the league. In Division 1, Hilltop Reserves against Hearts Lions. Um, at the start of the season, if you'd asked me about this one, I probably would have said Hilltop Reserves. Um, before we played Hilltop Reserves, I then probably would have said Hearts Lions because they hit a little bit of form. We've played them both over the last year. Um, and now I'm probably just going to sit on the fence and say a draw. Um, Hearts Lions, fantastic football inside. Really good. They've got, they've got some really good players in there. Really, really good players. They're a great young side. They are young, though, um, but they're getting better every year. Last year, they finished the season really strong. And again, since the lockdown, um, has, has, since the restart, sorry, after lockdown, They've been fantastic. They've been really good. Um, Hilltop, though, as I've said before, good side. They've got some really good players, but they've got that physical aspect of them as well. Uh, I, I could see elements of this that Heart Science might outplay them at times, but Hilltop will bully them a little bit. But I, look, I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to say 2 or I think it'll be a decent game there between two different sides. Um, but I'll say 2 or in that one. In Division 2, AFC Mims against Harper and Colt Oldboy Reserves. Colt Oldboys, a lot of games in hand still. Can still uh, put in a, a late title challenge. AFC Mims, good side on their day as well. They're capable of beating anyone in that division. I think they have done it at certain points. They've beaten some of the top sides and then lost to some of the bottom sides and they would maybe be doing a bit better than they are. But two good sides. I think it'd be a close game. But um, having played against Harper and Cut Old Boy Reserves, 
one thing I must say about them, they're very well run, they're very rigid, um, and yeah, they, they do their jobs. Every player on that pitch knows the job they've got to do, and I think they'll get the job done here. I think they'll win 2-0 against AFC Mims. Forza Watford against the Beehive Reserves. Fours are flying at the moment. They had a bit of a trip up the other week, but they're still going really well. Still fully, them and the Mermaid going for the title. Beehive Reserves, I know James down there, as him and Andy obviously used to be the Blacksmiths uh, Reserves managers, and, and I've known them both over the years. Fantastic side they've got down there, the Beehive Reserves, and I think they'll do give Forza a good game. I think it could be high scoring. I'm going to go for 4-3, but I am going to go for Forza. Um, they're flying at the moment and, and they know what they've got to do to win this league and it'll be between them and the Mermaid and they know they've got to keep winning because the Mermaid are keep keeping winning as well. Uh, so I'll go for 4-3 to Forza in that one. And then two games from Division 4, Mosquitoes against Welling Warriors. Both teams capable of scoring goals um, and I'm going to go for a 3 all draw in that one. Alan Johnson to score a hat-trick. Um, and finally, St Albans Warriors against Royston Rangers Reserves. Royston Reserves off the foot of the table with a win at the weekend. Fantastic. They'll be absolutely buzzing. St Albans Warriors actually replaced them at the bottom of the table. So they'll be looking to bounce back. And I'm going to go with uh, St Albans Warriors. We pitch share of them over Napsbury. So I've got a small bit of loyalty to them, to Chris and the boys there. So I'm going to go for St Albans Warriors. And I'm going to say 2-1. That's all. Thank you. Thanks for your time uh, and listening once again. Uh, and yeah, catch you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Ian and welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent section of the Celt Podcast. I've got all the news, views and information from around the league, along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. It's week 10 in a part of suspended season. With 14 matches, I'll be bringing you a full roundup of the scorers and match reports as part of the results show. But first, let's have a look with the league news. The league, as well as a number of clubs, have posted a three-day social media blackout in football's fight against racism. The FA Women's Super League, PFA, the League Managers Association, Kick It Out and the Football Supporters Association will all be suspending their use of social media accounts from 3pm on Friday, April the 30th until 11.59pm on Monday the 3rd of May. It's great to see grassroots clubs, leagues and organisations joining in too. Last week, the league announced its charity match at the Gallagher Stadium is on Sunday the 18th of July with a 2pm kickoff. I've been given the privilege of managing the league's team for the day and I'm looking for clubs to nominate a hero from their side to be part of the team. Could be they're the first one putting up the nets or the flags each week, or they're the last one to leave after tidying up. Maybe a long-serving player who's played so many games or for so many years, and they may have even known Mick or Ted. It may be the gaffer, there are lots of player managers out there who do an amazing job each week and it's your way of thanking them. Whatever the reason, I definitely want to hear from your club. All teams have been contacted about how to make a nomination, so definitely speak to your manager and put forward your ideas for who you'd like to say thanks to. Memorial bricks for Ted Towner, which will be joined with a memorial brick for Mick Filmer, will be unveiled at the charity game, which will be held at the Gallagher Stadium. That's it for league news, so let's move on to the results from the weekend. In the Premiership, East Morning beat Barman Colts 2-0 to maintain their 100% record. Gold Stars beat the Fish 4-1. The Fish are still searching for their first points of the season. Park Royal lost to 1-0 to visiting K Sports in a very close game. In Division 1, Larkfield beat Langley 4-1 away from home to move top of the table. Laybourne drew 1-0 with Sutton Valance. Rubicon hosted East Morning Reserves. It was an end-to-end game for the spectator, but nobody could break the deadlock until a mistimed tackle on Callum Tolley gave Mauling a penalty. Dan Patman made no mistake to make it 1-0 from the spot. 
With a nervy last 10 minutes, eventually Maudin cracked. Keeper Josh Atkinson brought down a Rubicon player with only a minute on the clock, but he stood tall for the spot kick, which was saved to ensure Maudin took home all three points. Final score from the county ground, Rubicon nil, East Maudin reserves one. White Horse bounced back from their defeat last week with an 8-1 win over Invicta Rangers. Liam Stone opened the scoring with his first goal for the club. He added a second later, which was an incredible solo run from his own half. Dean Skeggs and Joe Borman also scored braces on the day, along with great efforts from Craig Whalen and Shane Lawrence from the edge of the box, which made it eight. Sean Dowling with a consolation for Invicta Rangers. It's a record-breaking win for the Bregman, equaling their 7-0 home win over the same team, which was in the Premiership in 2018. In Division 2, Barwin Blues lost 2-0 at home to Ellsford Reserves, Tempest lost 2-1 to Park Royal Reserves, and Whitehorse Jaguars lost 4-1 to Minter. In Division 3, Coxheath and Farley lost 2-0 to Laybourne Chase, Crosskeys lost 6-1 at home to Laybourne Angels, Walnut Wanderers hosted Invicta Rangers, after two straight league defeats for Rangers, Invicta were looking to return to winning ways and they started strongly forcing a couple of corners in the opening minutes. Ricky Dalton and James Tasker with a constant threat down the left. Any threat from a Walnut attack was dealt with by the Invicta defence, Bradley Foster, Jamie Allen and the returning Karen Newsmar and player manager Matt Cloud. Invicta took the lead in the 18th minute. Tasker's first shot was well saved by the Walnut keeper, but he was quick to the loose ball and made no mistake with the rebound. Invicta then awarded a free kick just inside the Walnut half. Jamie Allen stepped up and his kick flew right over the keeper's head to double their lead. And three minutes later, Invicta went further ahead. Joe Casey chased the ball to the byline and scored from an almost impossible angle. Walnut did almost put a goal back just before half time, but for a stunning save from Ben Austin, turning the shot onto the post and then saving a follow up. With two minutes to go until the break, the informed Will Cove made it four after some good play in the midfield from Jack Gilby and James Tasker, ending with Cove curling the ball in from the left to the far corner. Much credit to the Walnut Wanderers in the second half. They took the game to Invicta, and in a closer half of football, it wasn't until the last minute before Will Invicta scored again. James Marshall broke down the left and into the box. His shot was saved, but the rebound fell kindly to man of the match Will Cove for him to tap in from close range for his second goal of the game. Six goals in four games for him now. Final score from Oakwood Park, 1-0 in Victor, Sunday 5. And finally, Kent Sands visited Snodland Town for their first ever meeting. They took control early on, Adam Welsh capitalising on a high line with a great ball for Charlie Power to slot home, his third goal in as many games. Two minutes later, Callum Hatcher pressed the Snodland right back, who picked his pocket, saw the keeper was line, and chipped him from 20 yards to make it two. Hatcher then got a second, beating the right back and slotting in calmly to make it 3-0 at the break. Snodland did show more desire second half and pulled a goal back. Bradley battled with the finish. Final score from the sports ground, Snodland one, Kent Sands three. A nice touch from the Snodland manager who paid the match cost for that game. So with the results in, let's have a look for the fixtures uh, the week ahead. Barming Colts host Park Royal. East Mauling take on Marden Miners. Invicta Goldstars welcome Ellsford. In Division 1, Invicta Rangers take on Laybourne. Rubicon host Langley. Sutton Valance take on Whitehorse. In Division 2, AFC Phoenix take on Whitehorse Jaguars. Ellsford Reserves welcome Park Royal Reserves and Minter host Balming Blues. 
Vinters, Welcoming Maidstone Tempests. In Division 3, Cross Keys host Laybourne Chase. Invicta Sunday take on Kent Sands. And Snodland Town welcome Walnut Wanderers. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to East Morning Reserves, White Horse, Kent Sands and Evicta Sunday for sending in their match reports. I hope you all enjoyed the show. I'll be back next week with all the news, views and results. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football. Hello and welcome to our All Around the Leagues recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. In Division 1, leader Swanscombe Tigers found the net again this week with a comfortable 4-0 win over Hive Titans. On target were Unal Coxow, Reese Cuff, Robin Adams and Scott Goodrich. Goals from Dave Rayfield, Aaron Smith and George Dalton set up Marley Rawls for a 3-1 victory over Dartford Eagles with Matt Haynes replying for the Eagles. Newtown Cobras took all six points from their double header with Valley Rovers, winning both games by a goal to nil and then 3-1, while South Darrant and Slade Green Railway played out, played out a tight one-all draw. In Division 2, Simon Cuthbert scored four times, with Sam Cuthbert adding the other two, as AFC Rocheville ran out 6-1 winners against Cobham, with Steve Plum replying for Cobham. Josh Cheeseman and Nick Merry both scored for Springer Park, as they came from 2-0 down to draw... 2-all with the old leather bottle. Gravesend Spartans defeated Swanscombe Tigers Reserve 2-1 in the first of their doubleheader games, but the Tigers rallied round to draw the return fixture 2-all. Steve Minnell, Joe Winston, Mark Jones and Harry Nash all scoring for the Spartans. In the other game in Division 2, saw Blackline Hartley get the better of Sean Hyam with a narrow 3-2 win. In Division 3, Bobby Vandal scored four times for Guru Nanak as they brushed aside Taverners by eight goals to nil. Gravesend United recorded a 4-1 victory over Phoenix Sports. Pelham Arms had a good 7-0 win at Welling Park Wanderers. And Verbena got the better of Halls Athletic with a 2-1 win. In Division 4, Gravesend Cricketers won 2-0 at Hollisters, while Rose Athletic won by the same scoreline against Nuevo Club. Zens and Queen played out a one-all draw, and Guru Nanak Reserves won 3-2 at Darston Athletic, with Dartford Athletic defeating league leaders Ridgeway Darts, edging past them with another 3-2 victory. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and updates from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Hello everyone and welcome back once again to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. My name is Hugo Campos, I represent Sporting Continental but I also represent the Southern Sunday Football League on this podcast. As always, if you haven't already, make sure you check Sporting Continental's YouTube channel, just search out Sporting Continental on YouTube or Google and we will pop up. Hit that subscribe button, it's free, it's not going to cost you anything. Give us a like, leave a comment on any of the videos, and give us some feedback. I guarantee, actually I can't guarantee you will enjoy it, but I, a lot of people that watch it do. <laughs> um, okay, so without any further ado, let's run through the results from this following weekend. However, let's start from a result from Tuesday, the 20th of April. In the London FA Sunday Junior Cup second round, Chiswick FC beat AFC Bluebirds at Collierswood United FC by five goals to two. Moving on now 
to the results from Sunday the 25th of April and the many, many cup games that we have had. In the Marcus Lipton Cup fourth round, Wimbledon Town's first team drew 1-1 with Bath Old Boys in normal time. That game going to penalties and Bath Old Boys winning that game by seven goals to six. In the Marcus Lipton Cup quarterfinal, ourselves, Sporting Continental, we played Southside United, who have taken a few scalps along the way, but we were just a step too far for them. Uh, we came out victorious on that game by eight goals to one. In the Frank Blunston Cup quarterfinal, AFC Ballam beat Westminster Wanderers first team by four goals to one. In the Ken Bailey quarterfinal, Junction Elite's first team beat AFC South London's first team by three goals to one at King's House Sports Ground, setting up a fantastic semi-final between themselves versus London Ravens. In the Ken Bailey Cup semi-final, the other side is Kudos Athletic, lost by one goal to nil to Vale County FC. Congratulations on Vale County for reaching the cup final. They will play either Junction Elite's first team or, as I mentioned, London Ravens. In the Graham Rodbershield semi-final, Newlands FC beat Junction Elite's second team by three goals to nil. In the Brian Howard's President's Cup, Blase Ballers and South City drew 2-2. That game going to penalties and South City have won that by five goals to three. Moving on now to the Dylan Rigobert Trophy. Just in case I haven't explained it in any of the other episodes, the Dylan Rigobert Trophy is a group stage of three teams. And the winner of each group will go through to the next round and I will announce the winners at the end of the results. So in Group 8, London Ravens B team beat Olympic Mayonnaise by six goals to nil. And Tutin Celtic beat ACT Arantes United by three goals to two. In the Dylan Rigobert Trophy Group B, AFC Putney's first team beat Parklife B by three goals to one. And Southwest Athletic got a away walkover against Summerstown Casuals. In Group C, Rosendale Sports beat Peckham Cosmos by four goals to nil. In Group D, Streatham Stanley beat Modern Rangers by four goals to two. In Group E, Brixton Town lost by three goals to one to Ellsfield FC. In Group F, Wimbledon Commoners beat St. Matthew's Project by four goals to two. And in Group G, Locomotive Wimbledon beat AFC Bluebirds by four goals to one. Finally, in Group H, Junction Elite's third team narrowly lost by four goals to three against Barnstormers. So as promised, let's run through the group winners and the teams that will go on to the next round. In Group A, actually that group is going to be decided on the 2nd of May. Group B, the winners of that were AFC Putney's first team. Group C, Rosendale Sports. Group D, Streatham Stanley. Excuse me. In Group E, Rio Dundonald. Group F, Wimbledon Commoners. 
Group G, Lokomotiv Wimbledon, and Group H, West Norwood. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to go through the fixtures now for the 2nd of May, 2021. So ourselves, Sporting Continental, we take on Crayford Athletic from the Westford League at Collierswood United FC in the London FA Sunday Challenge Trophy quarterfinal. In the Marcus Lipton Cup quarterfinal, we've got Swag taking on South City FC. And Top Deck FC taking on Sporting Crabs. In the Frank Blunston second round, we've got Bath Old Boys United taking on Wheatsheaf Athletic. In the Frank Blunston Cup semi-final, we have AFC Ballon taking on Lazio. In the Ken Bailey Cup semi-final, we have Junction Elite's first team taking on London Ravens' first team. In the Donovan Thomas Cup semi-final, we've got Magpie Recruitment taking on Harbert Rovers. In the Donovan Thomas Cup quarter-final, we have Dara FC, the first team, taking on Southside United. In the Dylan Rigobert Trophy Group A, for the decider, we've got Olympic Mayonnaise versus Tooting Celtic. In the Dylan Rigobert Trophy quarter-final, we've got AFC Putney taking on Rosendale Sports. Locomotive Wimbledon taking on Streatham Stanley. And West Norwood taking on Real Dundonald. So good luck to all the teams taking part in the knockout stages. Go out there, give it your all. So that's it from, from me for today. As always, if you haven't already, check out Sporting Continental on YouTube. Just search us up, you'll find us. Hit the subscribe button, it's free, it's not going to cost you a thing. Give us a like, leave a comment on one of the videos. Give us some feedback, they're always appreciated, whether positive or negative. So that's it from me for today and from the Southern Sunday Football League section of all around the leagues. I hope everyone stays safe, stay well and enjoy your games next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.